Inside Westminster, Chapter 248, Peppa Pig and the Great Debate. Ptolemy Trudge Jones was awakened, as usual, by the beeping of his phone's alarm. 6.30 is normal, and he still had that heavy head, the one which had started with Covid and simply hadn't gone away. There was a message from Willoughby Knight Johnston. Choke has done it again. Potty instinctively knew that this was going to presage yet more breast-beating by all all MPs about the fishing expeditions of the never-ending disciplinary committees and now the open hostility caused by constant public scrutiny of MPs' income. He groaned, staggered out of bed and took a shower trying to work out why this maverick MP would hold up the putting to bed of the extra income scandal which had engulfed them all. He let the water gush over his head, trying to drown out thoughts of choking that man choke till he dropped down dead. Mandy stirred and was on the verge of some mega whinge, potty sensed, so to prevaricate he jauntily said, Seeing Fleur today? How do you know? Mandy quizzed. Oh, just thought you might be. Potty responded, only there for the higher wire too. No, they're not silly, Mandy flashed back. Only you do know she is actually a highly qualified interior designer. Oh, and by the way, she went to your alma mater, though I think she's got a degree in something useful. Ouch, crossed Potty's mind, but he chose not to retaliate as he sensed Mandy was in a feisty mood and he was frankly too tired and overwhelmed by his job to be bothered with the aggro of an argument. Anyway, he had the added weight of his father's dinosaur behaviour looming into view with yet another committee looking into God knows what. Apparently, at some time in the past, Somerset had slapped some 30-year-old MP's derriere by way of congratulating her on being elected. What's wrong with that? Potty had thought. Said MP happened to chair the committee looking, looking into misogynism in the chamber. God, I wish we could go back to a time when women were actually grateful for the attention, Potty thought as he stuffed Hector's mouth with breakfast cereal whilst he stuffed his with burnt toast. His phone pinged with a message. It was KJ warning him of more aggro about to erupt in the Home Office. Homesick can't take much more, the message ran. She's using the not-fit-for-purpose accusation against her own department. Looks like open warfare. That's all I need, groaned Potty, missing Hector's mouth and nearly shoveling the brown, gluey-looking substance into the child's ear. Whoops-a-daisy, he cheerfully said, taking a careful look over his shoulder to see that Mandy wasn't checking out his paternal feeding skills. Don't let on, old chum, Potty whispered to Hector. Only your mum's on a short fuse these days. Potty's phone pinged again. Two messages one from KJ concerning Her Maj's health. She'd be missing the remembrance service for the first time in her long reign and the other from Nifty Cadvar about yet more boatloads of desperate people. What a start to the day, Potty mumbled, wondering how much longer he could take the strain of both being married to Mandy and being the supposed leader of this great nation. Still, we had a fun day at Peppa Pig World yesterday, didn't we, old chum? He chortled to Hector. Little did the PM know that he'd be chortling away about that pink and rotund character in front of scores of highly respected businessmen and women later on that day.
For what seemed like an eternity, Mandy had been going on about numbering pages of a speech in case they were dropped, or better still stapling them together. But like all arrogant testosterone-filled men, he knew best and had chosen to ignore her advice. I think I've proved I can deliver a decent speech, my dear. He'd quip whenever his beloved went off on one. I mean, it's the main reason I got selected for the leadership. Well, what if you accidentally drop your notes? Mandy would retort, adding, I mean, you're not the most organised of leaders and you are prone to forgetting vital items, like your comb, for instance. Well, in that case, I'd extemporise, Potty flashed. I'm pretty good at that, as I've had enough practice. See, Mandy jibed, if you were more reliably organised, you'd never be on the spot and forced to ad-lib. Well, I don't mind, Potty said. In fact, I love it, and I think I'm good at it. Whether Mandy or fate had had a hand in teaching Potty a lesson will forever be up for debate. But as our PM stood at the podium, shuffling his notes, which, mysteriously, were out of order, he remembered that morning's conversation and knew his days as Prime Minister of this great nation were numbered, unlike the pages of his speech. <laughs>